0: You're listening to Podhaven.
1: All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I have some orders of business. Some orders of business. The, the first thing is... Mole cup. Pull Blatt Mall Cop. And the second thing... <laughs> Pull Blatt Mall <mole> Cop
0: Indie <laughs> Games.
1: Okay, the third Isn't going in the podcast, by the way. Why <laughs>
0: my, not, my, my fine feathered friend? I think you'll find it is.
1: At least delete the part where I tried to sing along, but lost time and was like, "What Luigi had said," because that's not good. But leave this bit none, in where I am. None of it's good.
0: None of it's good, elodie The joke has been extended well beyond its means. Some would argue. From the moment I deployed it Welcome
1: to the Indie Haven podcast So before we do The, the intro I just wanted to point out a few things <laughs> None of which are Paul
0: all uh, He fell over and that's funny He's fat do and you, that's funny Do you get that he's a fat
2: man Who fell over do you remember the bit where he fell out of the the air duct on a man, and that was <laughs> do, you,
0: do, you, do, you know do you know what? I laughed so
2: hard at that
0: moment, I
2: shat myself. Get ready, get ready. The, I think the best the best joke, right? He's on a Segway.
0: He was on a Segway at that bit. Because uh, you po- see, he is technically in a position of authority, George. In right? po- 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 but po- 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 he's not t- an actual
1: cop. Right. I he's, I do believe he's, that um he is he's, he's a mall uh, cop George in, in Paul Blart Mall Cop Two at the beginning uh, his girlfriend who he gets in the first film leaves him and then his mom gets hit by a car and dies
2: in front of him. Oh my God! I've not watched <laughs> the second one. I've not horrible. watched it. I've
1: just listened to Till Death Do Us Blart.
2: Till Death Do Us <laughs> Blart.
1: Yeah, it's the um that that is a better joke than McElroy anything Brothers in either of the and, two films. Um, Josh, you. We were both talking at the same time. So you
0: were you were both talking at the same time. I'm afraid I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's the podcast that the McElroy brothers and the and the guys from the worst idea of all time do, where every year on Thanksgiving they watch Paul Blart: and World Cop Two, and then explain the film once per I year, think that's
2: beautiful and, and if any
1: of them cool. dies, um, if any of them dies, they will be replaced by someone in their will. So the podcast continues forever with, every year, uh, five people watching Paul Blartmore Cop 2. Forever. It's the way that's... God intended it. That's, that, that's where I know, have my knowledge of it from, is from the two episodes of that that exist.
0: Beautiful. But also, it's important to remember that he is fat and fell over. Ah, oh. Ha! <laughs> He's a
1: mole carp, George. It's funny. Oh. Okay, so I have some follow-ups to some points from previous episodes. Okay, do the please first carry one on. is, I said before that, um... Uh... Atlas had said the reason why they couldn't in um, couldn't put a female playable character in um, Persona Four was because it was a uh, a story about someone moving from the city to the countryside. That was a right. thing we talked about, which
0: women can't do because yeah. of the barrier.
1: But in Persona Five, which I just played all of, uh you can only play as a male character, and that male character happens to move from the countryside to the city at the beginning. Oh, well, yeah. So, I mean, it just... If you have a story about anyone moving from one level of... Anyone um, who is in transit has
0: to be a man, otherwise yeah. they won't get through, you know, the border patrol.
1: Yeah, that's why they call it Man's It.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's uh, called Manzit because if you're not a man slash men, <laughs> that would be men's it. I guess you can only do it one at a time as well. So that, Men's that's... it sounds a bit like Lemsip. It does sound a bit like... I, I was wondering why I got in that queue of men, sort of at the border between the country and the city. Yeah. And I've got to say, my cough cleared right up. Yeah, there we go. See, I didn't. I didn't have a cut Is that how they make
2: it? It's the new. Um, it's the new homeopathic theory of homophones. It, it, it's a homophobic remedy that's good. A homophonic remedy. There homophobic, we go. I think, is what. Homo, I, heard.
0: Homo- I thought it was misogynistic, wasn't it? Like,
2: I win- mean, but toxic cannot. masculinity dictates slight homophobia too. So I guess it counts. SJW. Um, I
0: suppose because toxic masculinity is real.
2: It is. I like to say yeah. that
0: every now and again.
1: Toxic masculinity is real. That's a
0: it's actually a great way if someone starts flirting with you that's a great way to find out if they're just bullshitting. <laughs> just like just use that as a warning shot. <laughs> just say it. Like yeah like just a guy starts flirting with you and you get the impression that he's like kind of disingenuous and like possibly a bit slimy. You just say something to the effect of, so toxic masculinity is real and has consequences. And
2: if you don't hear back from them, you are absolutely right. But if they go, fucking preach, then date that boy. Yeah.
0: Date him ten times. Yes. And sex.
2: (laughs) Um,
1: Okay, so the the second point that I wanted to make... Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the the point of that was to say that Atlas is. Ju- I'd rather yeah. The point they of just- that was to
0: say that Atlas is nonsensical. Excuses nonsensical.
1: Yeah, I would. I'd rather they just said they've done a Kojima here. I'd rather they just said we wanted it to be a story about a male character, than to say um, that whole thing about people moving from one place to another,
2: because yeah. it just makes no. sense. You will be
0: ashamed of your words and countryside.
2: It makes no sense, especially if we take into account the um, the Blondie song one way or another, uh, which um, sounds a bit like um, what you just said. Um, and Blondie's a woman. I'm not to believe she's going to get you, get you, get you, get you. And, yeah, one you know, day, what?
0: maybe, maybe next week. Maybe next week. <laughs> Is that really the lyric? That is, yeah. Maybe next, but
1: I'll have to see how busy I am. Are you doing anything Tuesday? <laughs> um uh, Yeah, go on then. Oh, the second point was um last week we talked about a cute Capybara a lot. Oh. Uh well, today, um a friend of mine called Joe, who I've known for many years, messaged me and I had not realised that Joe had listened to all of our podcasts.
2: Oh,
1: and stuff, Why? and 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 he was like, "Yeah, um, mystery solved. That was me. I forgot that was the name of my account." <laughs> ah. oh, so oh,
2: hello, Joe.
1: So uh, yeah, I said I'd give him a, a shout out because he's good boy.
2: That's nice. I like that. That's,
0: That's our follow up to our award-winning. LED describes some analytics for the podcast <laughs> section. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that that. was our best sketch. I know we we were all
0: raring for that to come back. But
2: it's not, I don't think it was as funny a sketch as um, Paul Blart falling over. Paul Blart fell over and it was funny.
0: I didn't think. I sounded a bit more aggressive there than I intended to. I didn't think we
1: could have a more unfocused podcast than last week. Oh, you haven't you seen anything yet.
2: You say that last week was pretty legit, so maybe this is the yeah. route we should be going. I'd
0: say I'd say it was the bamzuki one that uh, yeah, that really sort of fell apart structurally.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, to be honest, I did have to like rejig the entire latter half of it so that it would sound like it was a coherent conversation, but in fact, it was taken from. Various parts of different parts of conversation over a much longer period of time and in a completely different order, but there was so many things that I liked and so many things we didn't want in it still that I had to try and recut it so that it would yeah, sound you- like we were still talking normally.
0: Well, it would have been unlistenable otherwise. We should introduce ourselves. Yeah. Remember, you remember, I tried, I tried, I tried to introduce. I've said the name of the podcast, so fortunately, I had some foresight there.
1: Uh, yeah. It's the Andy Haven podcast. We're here. I'm the host. I'm Melody Cunningham. I'm joined by some fuckers.
0: Hi, I'm Josh Rivers. And I'm George Johnson.
2: Yeah. Do you want to tell so us no? about daddies? I think Josh. Uh, Josh. No. I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask you a couple of things um, and then Elodie, I'm going to ask you a couple of things as well Hi, it's you want to ask me some um, questions best it's a que- questions for both of you in fact um, have have you both played dating sims before
1: um, i've literally talked about them on this podcast
2: hmm yes They're, it's it's more it's it's an obvious it's it's a, a question with an obvious answer but it's to build into the flow josh have you played a dating sim before uh, of a fashion of a fashion not sure
0: whether or not to bring it up now or potentially bring it up later. Have you heard of
2: Boyfriend to Death? Boyfriend? No, I've not. You should bring that up later because we you to talk about this later. It's an event. I look forward to it. <laughs> um, Less sort of okay. played it and more sort of had it inflicted upon me. Right. Those are always the best ones. Okay. My second question. What do you both think of Hot Dads? Eh. I, who were also sweetie pies, am yeah.
1: a lady lover. And I don't really care for men.
2: That was beautiful and also Dude, fair a song. In which case, I'm just going to talk about this. <laughs> so, um, just a flat Okay, the no, third, just the, not third
1: really the third question. I've only ever played one dating sim that um, featured only male options. And that was How to Fall Boyfriend.
2: Uh, That's a good one. (laughs) That's a good one. Now, my third question for the two of you is have you, you know, the game Grumps? Um, Uh, As of very recently, yes. I know
1: of them. I don't particularly care for them.
2: (laughs) That's Fair enough. Um, well, I think I think they're they 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 get they're really lovely boys and they've improved over time. Um, and they're making their first video game. Huh? And that video game is a dating sim called Dream Daddy. The Dad Dating Sim.
1: Huh. I've heard about
2: it. I'm just. And it's a dating sim where you build a hot dad. You make a hot dad as your character. And then you have to go and date other hot dads with, they each have their own adorable, precious personalities.
0: It's nice that they've gone interesting with it. Yeah. It's like a lot of people on YouTube have made like, well, or have have made or have like ha- got other people to make for them some sort of video game. Yeah. And they've just sort of been like standard fare.
2: Yeah. And I feel this like this, this, sound, is good. this
0: sounds actually interesting,
2: yeah, because for starters, it's a game that's not like relating to the game Grumps. Mm, which yeah. I think is very exciting and it's quite it's quite it's quite fresh to see and second off, um something I find really fascinating, so we've seen we've seen dating Sims where you can date pigeons, we've pigeons. seen dating Sims where you can date dinosaurs. We've seen we've even seen dating sims where you could you can date like a printer. That exists. There's one mm-hmm. where you can date your fish. There is also one where you can date your fish. If all goes but, to plan, certainly. But like something we've not often seen is um a dating sim about gay parents. And I'm very happy that this is being made, and not only being made, but being made to what we, what I can only see as quite high quality. Hmm. And like it's like a proper, legit, really nice, cute, wholesome dating sim about dating dads whilst you are also a dad, and I really like that. That's really nice. It's a demographic that we don't see explored in games too often. The gay dad the gay who dad. wants to get with another My gay best dad. Friend. No, that's not. So yeah, that's really really cool, and it just made me very yeah. happy. And I'm definitely going to be playing it for New Haven to for as a review or like a feature. It's a nice we'll way it's... to
0: add a little more variety to this genre. I don't really partake in a lot. Yeah, but I'm glad it exists.
2: I'm allowed to be. I mean, it's it's going to be difficult to top John Cena's sexy high school adventure, but... kind of is, just from a conceptual standpoint. He's but John I'm still, Cena. I, but from a, from a very serious point, I'm very, very actually quite excited for this game and it's really cool to see a game like this being made by quite a well-known um, collection of people um, about a, a a topic and a demographic that we don't see in video games it's very exciting i'm very i'm i'm, I'm very happy it's always nice to see something like this mm-hmm. yeah but
0: it was funny whenever your character in the game was john cena though
2: <laughs> yeah no it's it's very true It's john cena and we all laugh
0: yeah and it's not, not just be, john cena not to it's be confused with when it was paul blart and we all
2: laughed hang on okay i seeing as this is the gen- the 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 general underlying theme of the podcast let me check Paul Blart dating sim. That's an interesting concept.
0: Um, because they could go the John Cena route of having okay. multiple Paul Blarts. Because we only ever got one Paul Blart in the films, to my knowledge. Okay, so did I did fall over
2: a lot. I found two very interesting things. One, I found. Um, the uh it's on quote it's on quote v.com it's a paul blart dating quiz um and you um you have to answer questions and then it, it figures out if you're compatible with paul blart or not right. uh, the second thing is the um the paul blart Mall Cop archive on fanfiction.net um and there are 17 Fuck. paul blart yes. multcop yeah, there are 17 Paul Blart Mall Cop You fan just fictions. said
1: Paul Blart Mall,
2: Yeah, I noticed that, and I didn't
0: want to What is the sound European. made by a walking Paul Blart Mall no, I...
2: horse? No, see, the the <sighs> bit that makes it terrifying, Josh, is that Clop is, um is My Little Pony pornography, and that's an intersection that I'm very, very scared about researching on the internet.
1: <laughs> I like the noise that happened there.
2: Yeah, no, that was quite beautiful. I think we should leave that in.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh. George, can you search for a um, mm. a Paul Blart My Little Pony? Yeah. Also, sure. I just said My Little Pony by accident. Oh, while you do that, cop, I have a thing I want to, Sorry, have a thing um, to say. Sorry. Um. Okay. Uh, earlier, I got into a long conversation with my mum about the fact that. Um, she pronounced "cool" as "cool," but she says "cooling" as "cooling." Oh, I don't understand. We just, we talked about that
2: for a minute. That's really interesting. That's infuriating. Um, I have something very important to <laughs> to announce. Um, before we delve into Paul Blart: My Little My Little Pony crossover, um, I typed in Paul Blart My Little, and it autocorrect. It it also filled. To uh, Paul Blart's My Little Baby Boy. (laughs) And I'm going to press enter. Do you not know this? No. My Sweet Son. Is it? Oh, it's a meme.
1: Yeah, it's Paul Blart holding a smaller Paul Blart, who is his
2: his little baby boy. That's quite wonderful. (laughs) Um, So
0: there are multiple Paul Blarts. This dating sim
2: is as good as made. I've not actually found any Paul Blart um, as a pony. That is what? that is a staggering oversight. But I have found a picture of a pony crying in a corner, and on the walls of both on both of the walls that connect to the corner, there is a poster of Paul Blart: Mall and another poster of uh, a Death Grips album. It's Me very too. strange. It feels a bit um David Lynchy in in the composition. It's a very diplomatic way of putting it. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Quite Lynchian as the horse weeps before the image of Kevin James. Kevin James. Kevin James. Kevin James, on a boat with Jonathan Blow
1: Oh, you ruined it. No, I
0: made it better. No, because I was doing the
1: Shrek song. Nobody is doing the Shrek song. Kevin James, Kevin James, Kevin James, Kevin James, Kevin James, Kevin James, Kevin James and Mike Myers. Kevin James, Kevin James, Kevin James is kissing Mike Myers And Eddie Murphy's wanking in the background And Eddie Murphy's wanking in the background
2: Okay, um, so I've done, boat, I've done my research I've done my research and Paul Blart has not been turned into a pony yet.
0: You know what that okay. tells me. I feel like This is upsetting. There's a gap me. in the market.
2: Exactly. There's a we niche good not yet been
0: We could, by committee, create My Little Paul Blart. My little Paul Blart. My,
2: my little, little Paul Blart. Fell is this over the musical? That, the joke. Apparently, yeah.
0: This is Indie Haven Podcast, the musical. Uh, so far, it's mostly been about Paul Blart. Do uh, we get a
1: beach episode eventually? One day we will. I mean, it's summer.
0: If, if, if time permits.
2: Same. Yeah. So, I should we move on to number two on the topic list? Oh God, please. Okay. So Edmund McMillan you said it correctly. I did. Um Elodie, what what's Edmund McMillan release releasing this week? He's releasing a game called The End is nigh. How nigh? I'm Isn't very he? excited about this. Yeah. Okay, so I'm right. You is are. This, no, is you this were correct. The game? Yes. No,
0: I Is this the game he hinted at in that thing I read
2: out? Yes. Okay. Oh,
1: wow. It's, it's, that's a short gap between the hint and the release.
0: Well, you wouldn't want it to be long enough that everybody forgot about it, really.
1: Mm. Well, like, usually you hint something, and then you announce it, and then you release it.
0: Not if you're Edmund mcmillan man Edmund McMug. Edmund mcmillan has got no Ed- time Edmund to be messing McMung around with Bean. that. He moves
1: at the speed of sound.
0: Like the Sonic Hedgehog,
1: Rushing around like a speed of Running around very
0: yeah. fast. It's a video game. Yeah, Jump on a robot. I'm Edmund McMillan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so.
2: So, yeah. So, what do we know about the game, therefore? I don't know um, very much about it. I, I can tell us about it a bit, if you want. Mm-hmm. Please do tell us about it very okay. much. Thank you. So... Um, a, he's collaborating with um the developer of Closure, Tyler um, Glail, um, and it's a um, it's a a, a platformer that quite similar to Super Meat Boy, um, but it seems a lot darker, um, in its aesthetic and its general theme. Um, oh, you nice. play as uh, a character named Ash, who is um, described on the Steam page as one of the few air quotes things. Left after the air quotes end of the world. Now I'm not sure what that means, um, but it does sound a little bit um, like that might not be the full story, and there might um, like they might reveal things in. Um, so it's, it's not a thing in the plot. It's possible, or maybe the end of the world has not happened. Maybe there's something going on behind the scenes. Um, well, yeah, that now that that bit I can understand. Like, how can you
0: put air quotes around? thing. If if something guess be- exists, then does he is he not real?
2: Yeah, I'm not sure. It's very it's all very fascinating. I'm looking is forward he not to finding real? out. Was he Bruce Willis all along? Maybe. it's entirely we I don't know.
1: The real Bruce Willis was the friends we made we along. Made the along, the way. along the way, yeah. yeah it's it's very true.
2: Um uh, but yeah, um so it's looking very interesting. Um there are um single screen challenges like Super Meat Boy uh, but um, rather than rather than them being um, individual levels, um, they are um, connected directly to another part of the world. So it's um, a, a seamless transition. You um, exit the other end of the screen of one of these levels and you move straight into the next one. And there are um, apparently over 600 um, single screens. Uh, loads of secret areas, and they're going. To, there are going to be multiple endings, which is interesting. Fuck the front door. Yeah, I know. he too. Um, yeah. Uh, so I'm very excited for that because Edmund McMillan makes very good video games, and <laughs> Edmund McMillan uh, does make very good video games. Yes, he does. <laughs> um, I often say and... that about him. If I can yeah, manage. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. Indeed um and um it looks it looks like the platforming is going to be very tight and very wall jumpy and exciting like um Super Meat Boy and I was a big fan of Super Meat Boy so I'm looking forward to this one um especially seeing there's going to be quite a pa- it seems quite an interesting um story uh, which I always mm. I, I can't get enough of that
0: yeah I think if I do check this out at all it's probably going to be because I'm curious about the premise I mean, because yeah. I, I don't yeah. usually go in for the jumpy boing boing, having a platform jump off a That's wall fair. sometimes. But if it, if the premise is interesting enough, I'll certainly mm. give it a look because yeah, you mean, know I don't hate
1: it's, it. It's Ed Ed Miliband made the game.
0: Right, he did do that.
1: So and he made Binding of Isaac, and that was a good game. So I'm gonna give it a benefit of the doubt because just the one benefit of the doubt. I'm going to give it a single benefit of a doubt. That's not good. the
0: doubt, a, a different doubt. An unofficial <laughs> doubt.
2: <laughs>
1: a lower lowercase D doubt.
2: Yeah, the <laughs> lowercase d doubt. Brilliant. Um I'm I'm looking forward to it for the gameplay as well, I think, because I'm 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 a bit of a platforming aficionado. I like I like platformers. Um, especially really, really tight platformers. Um <laughs>
1: was it about that that just made it sound so
2: skeevy. I think it was the I um, think it's just the, the way he emphasized tight. the word tight.
1: I think it's also the the slight pause between the last word and the word yeah. tight.
2: It's a very Yeah, I, I did I did leave a lot of open air there. platformer.
1: Like you can uh, especially very, very tight um games. And there's a gap between tight and games and then it's not bad, but then you go, very, very tight no, no, I got that wrong. Very, very tight games. <laughs>
2: oh, it adds anticipation. Platforms. It adds anticipation for the word
1: tight. But yeah, enjoy that plosive, everyone. Mm, love plosives. Um, but yes, this dog is trying to get in my room. Oh
0: no, I think the dog's trying to hold some sort of intervention. <laughs> Please
2: stop this madness. But yeah, so that's that's the end is nigh.
1: Sounds I interesting. I mean that is indeed the end is nigh.
2: I'm curious to, as to what is
0: meant by air quotes thing.
1: He's trying really hard to get in my room but there's a, a rock in front of the door because I was using it to stop the door blowing open.
0: The perfect cry. And so he cry. keeps getting
1: up to his shoulders looking at me frightened because he can't do it and then leaving.
0: Well, maybe...
1: Fuck. Um, have you guys heard about Waluigi Sea of Greed? No. Uh, no,
0: is this this what you've been hinting at this whole time?
1: Oh, no, I was making some comments about Waluigi just because he's just been in my head a bit recently. Can you 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 not get Waluigi out of the head? Yeah. Got that Waluigi mind. There's going to be some tapper-tappers, because I'm going to find those for you. Tapping, that whapping. Uh, well, R three. Oh. So, um, do you know about the YouTube channel Drawfee? Uh,
2: yeah. it rings a bell. Uh, elaborate.
1: Um, well, uh... It's, basically, it's um, most, the main two people on it are Coldwell Tanner and Nathan Yaffe, who both um, who both do work for College Humor and Dorkley and places like that, and they're cartoonists.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Um, and they've had a, they do various, like, joke cartoon drawing things. Uh, okay. Often on their channels and stuff. And there's also got podcasts where they think up ideas for drawings. and one that got really popular was um a fake Google Play Store page for um a Luigi dating sim. And that that's okay. their most popular image from their podcast. but recently, Coldwell uh, posted a tweet um, which said that he had a dream about a open world waluigi pirate game called waluigi sea of greed and he couldn't get out of his head so he drew the uh poster for it and then people started going crazy about <laughs> wanting a uh, waluigi sea of greed to be an actual thing i would wholeheartedly approve of this i would play that i just the fact that
2: um it's, Waluigi doesn't have a game He doesn't, and I feel like this should be his first one Just
0: lift the ship combat straight from Black Flag Because that was the only bit of the game worth a damn. Yeah, it's just make it, it,
2: it's Black Flag, but you play as Luigi Finally we get the no, a- you we don't. Get actual Black Flag You play as Waluigi Waluigi, Waluigi sorry. The best pirate on the seven seas, all of them but like, I feel like if they if they changed up the, like the, the aesthetic design as well to match the the Mario art style, I think that would be actually be a really fun game and have okay. like a black a black flag for kids.
1: So, um, oh, I've been doing so some extra research while we've been talking now, because I wanted to find the original tweet that inspired it. Hmm. Some people are developing a game. There's a Reddit for it now. They got <laughs> art and stuff called Sea of Greed with a character they've called Wally who looks a bit like Waluigi.
2: Oh my goodness, can you send us a link? Yeah, like I'm sending Waluigi you a link to the game. Reddit. Okay, this is now about indie games, so Yeah, perfect. exactly.
1: That I mean the the thing that I was breaking up was the fact that people had been talking about um wanting to make a game. Yeah. That that was um that was, oh what my God. I was gonna Get this into. is amazing. I know. Because um, it's just—I hadn't realized that it had actually gotten to the point where they'd started designing things properly. Yeah. Uh, Wally Gladstone. <laughs> oh Wally Gladstone. God.
2: Yeah. <laughs> The world is a beautiful place. It's just such a... Be- it's so It's so lovely. It makes me happy to see stuff like this. I know. I just... It just... It's so good. They've already, wow. like, filled up their quota for programmers, writers, and musicians. I just... I so that hope this is. ends up being an actual thing that comes out. Well, it, not- it looks like it is. And, like, it looks like they've avoided, um, like... Like, trademarked appearances well enough that it won't be shut down.
0: Okay, um, you know, I'm not, now initially copying... Initially, I was joking. I am
1: genuinely excited for this to be a thing now. Same! I'm, I'm copying, copying so you the, the tweet that originated Sea of Greed.
2: Let's have a look at this. Oh my goodness, that's amazing. Uh, that's, that's phenomenal. Oh, yeah. The... The... Excellence.
1: the... The, the text of the tweet accompanying the image is, I had a dream that Nintendo was making an open-world AAA pirate exploration game starring Waluigi and now I resent being awake.
2: Yeah, so do I. More so than I usually do. <laughs> wow, um, that will stay beautiful. with me I'm in my so...
0: heart
1: of hearts.
2: There's, Same!
1: There's that's been all just... sorts of fan art and stuff for it. Um... Uh, uh... My heart. I'm sending you some fan art. Uh, I'm so full of joy.
2: This oh is God. all going to be in
1: the notable links.
2: That's amazing. Look at that. <laughs>
1: yeah. I just. I really hope.
2: I mean, I suppose we really better like hope. describe what we're uh, looking at. It's um. It's Waluigi. And he's um he's in a pirate outfit that's purple, obviously. I mean, um, I, mean I don't know he's... why he's also dressed as a mime. Kind of, I. But you know, there 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 are similarities in the uniforms there. The um, silent pirate. He has, the seven he has a gold tooth, obviously, because pirates, and like a big old earring, um, and he's standing on top of a chest, uh, a mystery chest with um with uh, with coins inside. And there's a backdrop of um, the ocean and a couple of islands. And he also has a little fish sat on his shoulder. The a
1: Cheep. cheap. The cheap cheap for a parrot. Yeah,
2: he's got yeah. a cheap cheap for a
1: parrot. It's great. Exactly. Oh, my
2: oh. There are there are one of two ways I would like this to go. Right. Option one. Um, the the development of um, Sea of Greed um goes successfully, and they release the game. The other, the other option is Nintendo catches wind of this, sees an opportunity, and talks with the developers of Sea of Greed to make it an official Waluigi game for like the 3DS or or the Switch. Oh, they'll immediately well, I mean, shut it down.
1: I, that because Nintendo, Nintendo makes Nintendo, no I doubt sense. That's gonna happen.
0: Nintendo makes zero sense. Yeah. Why would they capitalize on something that a lot of their audience wants from one of their properties? They're Nintendo.
2: Yeah. They do what they want. I want, I want, I'm going to try and stay optimistic about this. <laughs> you want to believe. I want to believe. I want to believe in
0: the Sea of Greed. I don't know. I, th- I think we need to start investing in, in knockoff Waluigi's.
2: Yeah. I, I, think the, I think the path that has
0: been taken with Wally Gladstone. Gladstone.
1: They made an announcement that of Greed is now sorry Wally Gladstone for various legal reasons is the name of that thread.
2: Which is totally respectable. I, I, I'm 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 looking forward to seeing what these guys come up with. I hope yeah. it's good. It'd be a real
0: shame if it came out and I didn't like it.
2: Yeah. Now I'm scared. <laughs> I'm definitely going to keep an eye on this though, and when there are developments, maybe there's an early build. I might get in contact with them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, fantastic.
1: Yeah, I'm just, I just think this is going to be great, and I'm glad that yeah. um, I you guys should should definitely check out um, Drawfee and stuff as well because they are generally fantastic.
2: I but will. I definitely will. I'm going to go on YouTube after this.
1: I am just very glad that they have done this because it's caused what, a sea of greed to be a thing
2: yeah it's really great that's all any of us can really claim to want from life indeed um, shall we move on to the last um, piece of news last bit it's of news. it's only a very brief thing we don't need to flow on it too much but brief I news. felt like quick, it would be a quick to, time to too sweet yeah so um um by the time this podcast goes out the embargo will be lifted on this piece of information that uh, Google Play is announcing that um indie developers can now submit their games for the second annual Google Play Indie Games Festival happening on the uh, 23rd of September in San Francisco. Oh and yeah uh and the the um the Google Play um, Festival. That it, it's always a nice one to see, like nice little Android games. And um, on the um, they, uh, developers can start um, submitting um, their games um, on August sixth um, at twelve AM um, Pacific Standard Time. And, Wait, do oh, you
1: okay. have to? Do you have to be there? Like, or is um yeah it like by it? the
2: looks of it you uh, it, it is unfortunately limited to developers in the United States and Canada um which seems a little bit yeah That's um, sad
1: but I, I what i what i meant at the time <laughs> i say as if i didn't say it a second ago i mean what i meant is that um can people just submit stuff because if it's tied to an event do you have to be able to attend this event or is it something open to anyone? I, th-
2: I think I think it needs to be. Uh, I think you need to attend. It's saying um, that um, mm-hmm. there are going to be twenty finalists, um, and then you'll have the chance to demo your game at the event and compete for prizes and stuff. And there are going to be three festival winners. So basically, the the festival is a pseudo competition. Um, people will submit their games, and then their games will be um, rated by the people attending the festival, and then there will be three main winners. Thinking
1: about it, yeah. you, you can't really use getting onto the Google Play Store as an incentive as a yeah. prize because, uh, I think, I think a chimpanzee could shit in a wood, and somehow that that shit would end up on the Google Play Store.
2: It's very true. Google would find it and put it in a bag um, and put it on the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it doesn't to enjoy it, in a game. Yeah, it doesn't specify what the prices will be, but I'm going to assume it's probably going to be like funding for your studio, or um, like like advertisement or pro- promotional stuff, or like just cash prizes or something like that. Um, fancy obviously, new hat. I, I can't confirm. Uh, yeah, fancy new hat. Obviously, can't confirm any of that, don't take that as truth, this is just speculation, um, but mm. they are saying that there will be prizes on offer for the um, one of the three uh, winning games. A King Cobra. I mean, that would be pretty exciting. It'd be exciting, not
0: necessarily practical. No, definitely not, but... I think King Cobra is possibly one of the more dangerous... Uh... I mean, Russell's mm. Vipers, the real bastards you want to watch out for those snakes? <laughs> Do you like my snake information? I, I just thought I'd throw it in at this point. You know? You've got a point there. We we're quite a ways into the episode. I figured, you know, the, the listeners are probably... have gone long enough without hearing the names of some snakes. Somebody please speak i just wanted
1: to see where you'd end up in hell in my arms i just died in your
0: arms tonight cuz i was bitten by one of the snakes i
1: mentioned um Ooh. Apparently, oh apparently uh, do you want to know what the uh the wikipedia entry that is entitled Sea of Greeders. What? What? Sea of Greed, also known as Tele Resaya, is a Thai drama created by Channel 5.
2: Oh! Oh my word. That's exciting.
1: Tele Resaya originally had 18 episodes but 31 episodes when it was 40 minutes, says this very well written and perfectly understandable Wikipedia article. Hmm. Okay. Apparently, there was a character called Wang Wit, and I don't want to be. I don't want to be like making fun of things because that it's a Thai thing. So, but he's also called Wang Wit. Like he has the wit of a peppa. Oh. There's also the. Oh no! Don't eat that cat. You were sick yesterday when you ate that. The the cat food I got for my cat, his tummy doesn't agree with it. But he's a hungry boy, so he's trying to eat it anyway. So I'm going to have to pause for a minute to sort out my cat. Hello, I'm back now, I am back. Ready? Are we
2: ready? And now that you're back, do you know what it's time for? Josh's deep thoughts. But not before. Josh's deep
1: thoughts.
2: But, not, b- <laughs> but not before. A um, uh, uh, word from. Uh, another... uh, so now show is probably
1: <laughs> going to be real that really out really
0: quickly.
2: Have you ever found yourself playing a video game and wondering why the best character were all tucked away in the background, far behind all the boring soldiers, lifeless swordsmen, and generic space marines? Or so have we. We here at the Real Heroes Podcast bring in the best guests on the net to help us shine a light on the forgotten heroes of gaming once and for all. So if you've ever
1: wanted to hear Laura Kate aggressively defend the rights of a fictional jellyfish alien or Jed Whittaker discuss how Zelda is really the story of a kink-facilitating pickle man, join us on the Real Heroes Podcast right here on Podhaven. So we're back, you listened to a promo of us and... Again for the millionth time. <laughs> um, yeah, it's Josh's deep thoughts time now, though. What was that? Josh's deep thoughts. Josh's deep thoughts. Josh's, Josh's deep sh- thoughts. Josh's
0: deep, sh- deep thoughts. There's scorpions in Fanta.
2: There are scorpions in Fanta.
0: Yes. I've got no mean proof. I
2: make sense. Fanta was invented for the Nazis.
0: I've got no proof, but. I join me as we as we unravel the mystery. Okay. Okay. I have several reasons to suspect it. Nothing conclusive. Okay. So the, these are the facts as we understand it. There are scorpions in Fanta. Right. That that's the conclusion. I already knew what the conclusion was before I carried out the study, which always helps. Uh, so yeah. these these are the reasons. So I started looking. For what similarities Fanta has with scorpions, that makes sense, right? Look yeah. at what similarities Fanta has with a scorpion. If you want to find out if there's scorpions in Fanta, follow the trail of scorpions in your Fanta. Me too. Look, that old expression, and that the fact that that expression exists, incidentally, I count as observation number one. To support my idea that there are scorpions in Fanta, observation number two, right? They both like stinging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that—that's yeah. what I assume the tang is. It, it's sure. the scorpions getting at ya. Me too. You too. You—you you also like Fanta. That's not the sentence I was swinging for. Right, number three. Okay. They are both arachnids.
2: More like arachnids. <laughs> oh, my voice went a bit there. Um, I They're... didn't actually know that Fanta wasn't arachnid. Uh, well, of course you didn't. It's, uh, it's a very well-kept secret,
0: to be honest.
2: Fanta arachnid.
0: Uh, if you ask the Fanta company, whoever owns Fanta, I think it's like... The Fanta boys from from Fanta Town, who make Fanta, right? If you ask them, is Fanta an arachnid? They don't deny it. It's true. They don't deny. I mean, you get thrown out of the building, but they don't deny it. So I reckon that they can't lie. They can't lie about it because they'll get brought up on that. But if they just don't specifically clarify that there's scorpions in Fanta, then they're technically in the clear. They've just got to hunker down, yeah. not co- not comment on the situation, hope that it blows over. I think you've got a very good point. They're waiting for me to stop asking the question, which I never will, George. Good. I'm here to get to the
2: truth of the Fanta and that's why you are a an esteemed star member. Moms go to Iceland.
1: <laughs>
2: that too.
0: Right, yeah. number four. Natural enemy of the spider. I was on number four, right?
1: I thought flies were the natural enemy of spiders.
0: No, spiders are a natural predator of uh, flies.
1: Uh, so I guess flies would see the fl- them. The, fl- their the flies, the flies, the
0: flies. I don't think have any particular feelings about spiders. They've remained bafflingly, fil- bafflingly philosophical about the whole conflict. But uh, scorpions, natural enemy of the spider, right? And I made this observation because there's a lot of spiders in my house. I'm sure this is true of a lot of houses, but mine in particular looks like one where you would just expect to find spiders. I had a can of Fanta, delicious Fanta beverage. Okay, summer that's fruits. My, um, if my you were stage interested. Name, actually. What delicious Fanta beverage? Yeah, that's a good stage name. You might have to change it to Delicious. It's actually Scorpions uh, when this story breaks, because otherwise people are going to bring you up on that. Why just, a... just change to a beverage that isn't
1: Scorpions though?
0: Yeah, to avoid association with scorpions. Yeah. Is, is there a particular stigma against scorpions in your line of work?
1: Yeah. Uh, I just want to found change a from dead Fanta spider then. on my floor.
0: Probably can of Fanta got it.
1: Yeah, I know, I was just thinking yeah. that.
0: Because a, a uh, spider was on my tabletop while I was drink drinking my lovely drink, a can of Fanta, right? And I, and I slammed the can of Fanta down on the spider. And it died. And then I was like, oh... Holy shit! So is that's what just you've got your... that's just like in how in the wild, when you hit a spider with a live scorpion, it dies. So y- clearly, it's the same thing. Natural predator of a spider sometimes when it dies, right? Are you fo- Are you following the lot It's important that you're following and engaging
1: with the logic here. I mean, I don't. I just. I think you might want to get a peer reviewed. That's all. Well, mm. That
0: that's essentially what I'm what I'm trying to do here, because I've got to be honest. Without any kind of feedback whatsoever, this bit has no worth. So I'm kind of hoping. <laughs>
1: I'm enjoying just letting your bets hang today, Josh. For
0: for more of a reaction than just incredulous disbelief. What am I supposed to do with that? That doesn't help (laughs) me improve the theory.
1: It helps me to enjoy you struggling to keep talking for a minute. I can't take this to, like,
0: NASA or whoever. They do science. I can't take this to NASA and present my findings. Because they're going to go, well, what did Elodie Cunningham say about it? And I'm going to... What am I going to say?
1: I haven't... I I mean, I haven't got a large enough sample size. I just found a dead spider on my floor. That's literally everything that I've got going at the moment. Well, that
0: that being the case, have you found a can of Fanta?
1: No, but I do have in here a can of Pepsi.
0: They can camouflage...
1: Is it's there a type of like...
0: scorpion, right, that changes colours to look a bit like a can of Pepsi? Because okay, that, why that I'm it... going gonna, gonna to assume there is, and I'm going to assume that supports my theory.
1: Why does it taste like Pepsi as well, though? Also,
0: Probably because they put Pepsi in the can.
1: <laughs> okay, so the throw can you is... Off, th-
0: throw you off the scent.
1: Okay, so it's not the actual contents of the can that matters. It's the... What?
0: The can is. Oh, no, there's scorpions in Fanta itself as well. Okay. do it's just you get residual scorpions after all the Fanta's been poured out. And, and <laughs> I have believed this from the beginning of this conversation and not just come up with it now.
1: Just the phrase residual scorpions.
0: Residual scorpions. I just
1: really like that. I don't really? know. Like, I think I'm... Always, um...
0: You always get, a, like, a couple of droplets that are still in the can, don't you, afterwards? You kind of have to wash out. And I'm assuming that scorpions, being denser than carbonated orange beverage, would sink to the bottom. So it stands to reason that the few droplets you get left over are going to be the scorpions, who have painted the outside of the can cleverly to resemble a Pepsi can, and filled the can with Pepsi! So that you wouldn't know... That they killed the spider, and therefore, the murder cannot be traced back to the Fanta Corporation. Does Fanta own? Does Pepsi own Fanta? I, I, I think the Pepsi Company might be. I'm going to look that up.
2: I'm looking right. it up right now. This, this, is, this
0: um, is this is gonna this is
2: going to Fanta owns the coast. Coca-Cola
0: Company. Fanta is owned oh, by the Cola Company. The Cola Cocoa The Cocoa Maloco Company.
2: The drink originated in Nazi Germany under a trade embargo for the Coca-Cola ingredients in 1940.
0: Well, that, that's another thing, right? Okay, point number five, I guess we're on.
2: Fanta is a Nazi drink. Fanta, Fanta is, is a, Nazi,
0: Fanta a Nazi... Fanta is a Nazi drink. Scorpions is a Nazi drink. <laughs> Coincidence?
1: Scorpions is a Nazi drink. Did you not hear first... that
0: famous speech? I think
1: that it's by... kind of the the first like uh, episode title I've heard this this time round. By by
0: by Heinrich Himmler, when he said, Mmm, delicious scorpions, I drink them."
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> you remember that speech, don't you? We we all were made to watch that at school before.
1: I've bed watched, <laughs> we slept watched, at school. I watched the one where um Mussolini is just like really just just taking his time with a with a beverage, not even pausing to breathe. he's just like sucking it down for ages and yes. then he stops drinking he looks at the camera and he just winks but but and, also there
0: there is a man behind him the entire time my mouthing the words. It's scorpions, don't forget.
1: Yeah. And he's also holding up a sign which is just. Was Mussolini a
0: Nazi, or was he just associated with the Nazi party?
1: Well, just as scorpions do. Which they do, and I will fight anyone who
0: says otherwise. It's residue. He's had that Nazi residue on him that's given him the scorpion thirst.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm glad Nazi we cleared that up.
1: has given him the scorpion first.
0: I'm glad we cleared up the, like, the properties that can sort of like act as a contagion. Because if I ever see someone drinking scorpions now, I, I've, I've always assumed that they're Nazis, but they may have just come into contact with one.
1: Well, there's a reason that they, uh, the Coca-Cola Company's sales have been on the rise recently. Top. Notch
0: fucking satire is the reason.
1: Do you want to talk about some video Point
0: number seven. (laughs) Okay. Right. J. Jonah Jameson, right? My best friend. In his ongoing mission to rid the world of Spider-Man, had someone create a suit. Right. And then had Matt Gargan get in the Fanta suit to fight a Spider-Man, but the suit permanently bonded with him and he has since uh, held a deadly vendetta against J. Jonah Jameson for getting him stuck in this experiment that has ruined his life because he's now Fanta permanently. And so if do you, you re- want to talk about
1: some video if games? If you now. recall, that yeah, also
0: happened yeah, with Scorpions. Video games. But... Right, no, you've not you've not heard the best one. Okay. You've not heard the clincher, right?
1: This is your uh-huh. last chance.
0: Final point. Final point. I looked at the ingredients of Fanta. Right, which, to be honest, should have been my first port of call. But <laughs> right I looked in there, and on the ingredients of Fanta that I looked at, right? Do you know what I found? Said, clear as day, sodium citrate, right?
1: Okay. Now, yeah. I
0: look. I looked up what sodium citrate was, right? Yeah. It's an acidity regulator.
1: Uh huh.
0: Has no connection to scorpions whatsoever. Oh. But then I looked at the ingredients list again, right? Uh Uh-huh. And under the list of ingredients, where I had written the word scorpions on it with a marker pen, it said scorpions in the list of (laughs) ingredients.
2: Oh, my God. Well, that's conclusive, isn't it? And then I looked up
0: what those were. (laughs) Turns out they're scorpions. Well, shit! Boom! Scorpions That's are exciting. Scorpions, are scorpions. Case closed, isn't it?
2: Uh, See, you're, just... you're,
0: glad, you're glad you listened
1: now, aren't you? I just blew that wide open for you. I just, um, I've got, I've got some on-the-case reporting to do. Oh yeah. I finally got um, the Skullgirls mobile game working. Oh yes.
0: Oh, we should probably... Uh,
1: Josh's Deep Thoughts, it's the end of it. Yeah, it's end of Josh's hmm. Deep Thoughts. Um, Gotta do the jingle, otherwise people my won't My mum just threw some clothing at my dog.
0: But what's the actual
1: thing you were saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. sorry, it's Skullgirls. Um, it plays really nicely for a fighting game on mobile. From hmm. what little I've done during this recording. Uh, it's very much a mobile game, though.
2: Oh no! The
1: actual the All gameplay right. isn't. The gameplay is just fighting game.
2: The mm. style mm.
1: is nice. Um, everything is pretty much just skullgirls, but you use gems to unlock your characters, and uh. you you have two currencies, of course. And One of them is gems, and one of them is coins. Ah. Uh. Uh, and. There's microtransactions to buy gems to get characters. Uh, that sucks.
0: So basically, it's just an inferior version, then.
1: Yeah, I don't Essentially. know. Essentially, I don't know what the um, I don't know whether it's got like a story difference or anything. I mean, Fire Emblem had a mobile game that was basically just an inferior version of Fire Emblem, but it had its place as a very much a mobile version of it. I don't know quite... I don't know all the differences, because I don't have too much experiences with the original, but yeah.
2: Okay. <sighs> yeah,
1: um, That that's, that's what I have discovered about it. I mean... I'd, I'd have to have guessed that they would have gone for a model like this based on the fact that Line published it. And since Line is like a... They are a thing that does that kind of mobile game uh, when they do mobile games. I doubt they, they, they would just have decided just...
0: decided to throw that in.
1: I doubt they would have just like done a straight port of a um, fighting game. Because mm. it just doesn't really gel with how they run as a business yeah Mm -hmm. but it's a it's a shame but i'm gonna have a bit more of a deep look into it and actually see how it plays once you get fully into the game itself whether there's like recharging stamina or anything because i haven't found anything like that yet okay Uh, so i'll do a bit more research for next time we record uh, I know this is this should have gone in the news section, but I hadn't like fully gotten to the point where I could talk about it yet. When we were in the news section, <laughs> that's fair enough. Mm-hmm. All right. So, do we want to do some quick indie recommendations? Because this has gone on
2: for a while again. Yeah, sure. Who wants to go first? Um, I can go first. Do yeah. it. Okay. Uh, there's an. Uh, I mentioned this in the indie releases roundup, and I want to recommend it because I really enjoy it. Um, I played a game called Antihero at EGX Res at the beginning of this year, yeah. um, and it's a sort of board game esque, turn based um, strategy game uh, where you run a a CD um, thieves guild in a Victorian city. Mm -hmm. Uh, and you have to compete with other thieves guild guilds um sorry uh and it's got a really sort of whimsical cutesy art style that gives it a strange atmosphere uh and there are really interesting like stealth slash fog of war elements um and yeah no it's a really fun game and i would recommend that game you should go play it it's coming out this week on steam nice okay play
1: the game Play the video
0: game?
2: Yes! The video um,
1: game? Just, you want to go next or should I go next? Uh. I can go next. I uh, don't mind either way. You can go next. It, it's.
0: It, it's a strange one. It's always a strange um, one. It, it's always a strange one when you step into the courtyard with this pile of avocados haha <sighs> <laughs> oh, sorry i've completely lost my train of thought now oh yeah right so i've only just had got a chance to uh, play this but in a in a lot of ways it's kind of redundant as a recommendation because everybody's had this recommended to them at this point but
2: nonetheless yeah. I
0: have finally gotten around to playing the sexy Brutale. Oh,
2: oh yes!
1: That game I, of I lovely know. times. That Jim you can Sterling, play. obligatory mention. Get well soon. Said but he liked it.
2: Yeah. That, Jim like that, a, a that was that was possibly the
0: most tenuous obligatory Jim Sterling mention to date. Although do oh. get well soon.
1: Also. Yeah. I mean. I mean, that's my entire experience with it, is Jim talking about how he liked it. Really? Have you not played The Sexy Brutal? No, I
0: haven't. I think you
1: should. I've been meaning... It's a very good game. I'm going to play for the site. I think it's one that I do want to play, it's just I haven't gotten round to it.
0: It's a very good game. It's kind of... I guess you'd describe it as kind of sort of an adventure game slash puzzle game type thing. It's got masks in it, hasn't it? It's got masks in it. You're at a sort of masked ball at this kind of casino mansion. Uh, well, at a casino mansion that a group of people gets invited to every year. And the staff, for some reason, which I have yet to, explain, to have explained to me, the staff are killing off all the guests. And you have to manipulate time in order to see how the guests die, and then sort of change things, so that you save them. And then when, when you save them, they take off their masks, which I like, seems to have some sort of significance. Like, it seems like the minute you save them, they sort of realise, why am I wearing this mask? And then they take off the mask and they go off. And you get some new ability which helps you access new parts of the mansion and save other people.
1: So so it's like how in Persona 5 when when the beautiful teens awaken their magic powers, they get a mask on their face and then they rip it off and their face is bleeding and they're angry and then a giant ghost appears behind them and, and fights their enemies for them.
0: You know what? it's almost exactly like that. Nice. It's very it's very much like that in a number of ways. Uh, but, yeah, it's a very good game, very interesting art style, uh, which is always nice. I think I've said before, like, just having something interesting to look at visually will often get me through, like, a lot of games. Like, this is a game that could probably have gotten away with being less remarkable than it was in my book, and, like, still would have been playable. But, I, I mean, just, I find the time traveling conceit kind of. I mean, it. It's been done, certainly. I've not played anything where it's been done. I wasn't aware that I had said that, but thank you for interrupting me. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) It's just very, you know, I I just think it's very nice, a lot less complicated than I'd sort of assumed it was going to be going in. It's very accessible. You can sort of observe people's patterns and helpfully, sort of where they are at all times appears on the map. Uh, and you can sort of scroll along a timeline to just see how everybody moves about, which is very useful because you can't be in the same room as anyone. Or their mask comes up, comes off, and chases you around the room and does something vague. I don't know what happens. I've never been caught. I,
1: I yet. remembered. I remembered that the masks attacked you from the video I watched of Gem yeah. I'm not. Again. I'm not.
0: In, I'm not entirely sure what's going on there. I've not played that much of it. I've certainly played enough of it to, to where I'm comfortable giving an opinion of it. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. First recorded incident in my life of Electro Swing being used outside of a car advert. Nice. Which is is encouraging, because it's a genre of music I quite like, and yet it's... I mean, is it just me, or is it only ever used in adverts for things?
1: Uh, Was that one Eurovision song that was Electro Swing? I would not know. (laughs) Um... But yeah, what one of the main reasons I hadn't really considered picking it up was because it looked quite complex and it just didn't. Oh yeah, it sounds complex when people describe
0: it. Like it's it's difficult to kind of express how. Yeah,
1: but I I trust I trust you to not guide me wrong on that. Yeah, so, like, it, it's one now... of those
0: games where like there's sort of a lot to it, or well, like there's not
1: really that much to it, but it takes a lot of words to explain it. Yeah. Well, I think it's just the thing is that when something's a more original concept, you can't just fall back on saying it's like Yeah, it's like difficult to XX. get your head around without
0: a point of reference, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think that's why even a simple concept can take some explaining if it's original. Hmm.
0: Yeah, but definitely go check that out, Sexy Brutal, if you've somehow cool. never heard of it before. Now you have, and you can go and look at it with your eyes. Have a lovely mask time awesome solve the mystery
1: Sorry, i think i think i cut out for a bit there because it was just very quiet for a long while and then just solved the mystery without anything before it to explain why
0: now you know what i'm not i'm not going to edit out what i said and have the long okay. pause just in and that silence is the mystery that i have solved okay i'm glad the best mysteries are unspoken
1: Uh, Shall I... Don't know why
0: my detective novels aren't doing well
1: (laughs) It's just It's just 350 blank pages 350
0: blank pages and then just The end Alright, you'd better do your indie game Recommendation, for God's sake Uh,
1: Have you heard Of the game Long Live the Queen?
2: No No did
1: I just hear a sigh?
0: Uh, you might have heard me breathe in. So that and I, I could say no.
2: So that I could have I enough that... to say no.
1: I thought I heard George sigh. George, are you there?
2: No, I, I just said no, I hadn't heard of it. Oh, okay. sorry. I, thought... <laughs> I thought
1: I just heard, like, a big sigh. Like, you're like, no. Uh, Long Live the Queen is a very... It's a very interesting game in terms of the fact that it's a difficult visual novel.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh is... no! I have heard of this! Okay, you've yes. heard
0: of it. A difficult visual novel? Yeah, which isn't... A visual need... novel
2: with a skill
0: barrier?
1: Yes. You... Does it test it's...
0: your reading comprehension?
1: It tests your uh, ability to manage time and such huh. uh, basically you have a set number of days until events happen um, and in that time you take lessons of your choice and you um, and you also have free time and events and free time uh, can change your mood you have um Mood sliders, okay. And depending on what is the highest or lowest scales, so whatever is closest to an extreme um, will dictate what your overall mood is. And you cannot learn certain topics. You can't like choose to learn certain topics. If you are in certain moods, but you also get bonuses if you're in certain moods to certain topics, and all this is leads up to um, basically a bunch of story events. A lot of the choices that will um, that will be able to help you, you need to have um, certain levels of uh, comprehension in the various subjects and things to be able to make the right choices and to be able to survive them. So it ends up being an attempt to balance your emotional state, um, what you are spending your time learning about, uh, how you choose to progress your story, who you choose to spend time with, because that also affects things, Mm. Um, and there are many ways to mess it up and die, and it can be... It's not very long, so you can do a lot of trial and error by skipping through bits you've read. And uh, making different choices, choosing to level up different things at different parts of the game. It sounds a lot like life at the minute. Oh, it's interesting, because it's also the plot about... It's also a plot about uh, how uh, your mother... The queen dies, you are the princess of a kingdom. Ah. Um, and. What's the point? Did you ever actually explain the premise? I think I was just talking about how the game functions. Yeah, you were just talking about the mechanics. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I forgot to talk so about none that. of
0: us knew the context.
1: Yeah, the context is that you're a princess who is learning how to rule the kingdom. Hmm. Uh, and all of your, um,. All of the the balancing of um, knowledge and mood and stuff affects how well you can... um, affects how effective a ruler you can be. Hmm. Because uh, you are going to become queen and you need to be able to not muck it up, especially in... There's various events like um, political unrest, wars, assassinations, and stuff that you need to be able to deal with. So, yeah, it's, it's good. It's difficult, but it's very good. Okay. You can get bitten by a snake in the first five minutes and die. If you don't that's, like, have. That's a perfect metaphor for life. If you don't have like, your your animal understanding and survivalist knowledge up at a certain point in the story, you will either have to lose an important character and not be able to get the best ending, or die and retry and get your points up in the right way. Mm.
0: Okay. Aren't you glad I taught you all about snakes earlier? Yeah. Mm -hmm? Yeah. See? You all think, oh, oh, it's a fun comedy. No, I talked about snakes as well. Do you remember that bit where I acknowledged that a Russell's viper is probably quite dangerous?
2: Oh no, of course. That could yeah. That
0: could save your life, as it turns out. Everyone's listening, going you. like, "Ah, oh, oh, it's fun comedy jokes." No, this shit matters. If you ever come across yeah. a snake and you don't know it's a snake, you're fucked. Yep. Right? You are literally fucked. <sighs> Learn your snakes. Come on.
2: I feel a learned.
1: You're enlightened. I feel a bit embarrassed about the fact that I managed to spend so long explaining the game's mechanics without remembering to explain what the game was about.
0: <laughs> well, that just means that you must find it mechanically very interesting, which yeah, I can I certainly th- understand. It it seems to be a lot of complexity to how it works.
1: Yeah, I think they managed to balance it well because it could it could have ended up being something where it's just like um, cheap deaths and stuff because a lot of the time when um, visual novels attempt to be like uh, difficult it's just you will have three choices, one of them is the right one, the other two will kill you um, but in this case it has a lot more depth and nuance to it, and mm. there's a lot more paths and a lot more ways of going about everything. So yeah, yeah.
0: nice. You can nice also choose times. to
1: turn down arranged marriages, um, be a lesbian instead.
0: That's always good.
1: Yeah. Cool. And there's one bit I where mean, I mean,
0: we we should point out the term "choose to be a lesbian" is a bit. Kind
1: oh yeah, of... uh, yes, yes. Well,
0: <laughs> it, it's a magical fantasy land.
1: <laughs> I I meant more in terms of like how in, in games you you can choose what yeah, the it, character it, it, you It's are a magical
0: fantasy. You can do backflips and cut people in half. I think people know I'm just nitpicking. <laughs> <laughs> you can be an egg running down <laughs> the street. D-
1: yeah. There is a. Um, and you there can is... also be a lesbian.
0: <laughs> those I'm are the both two things, things you do in video games. I'm both What of if those you're a things. lesbian egg? You get the best of both worlds then. That's ending C. <laughs> the lesbian egg adventure. The lesbian egg venture. What type of egg? Duck egg?
1: Cook egg? Chicken
0: egg?
2: Is Cuck it perhaps
0: egg. a lizard egg? We'll never know, because it's never it, it's never explained. I'm just going to power through you, saying <laughs> corg <cock> egg. <laughs> Not going to dignify that with a response, except I have.
1: Oh, oh, oh! Also, also, the main character of one of the queen is called Elodie. So, nice. Oh, there we go. Uh-huh. Brings it all back around. All right, so to a circular shape. Do you want us to help me Where to find you on the internet? I'm sloppy. Who are you talking to? Me, George? Any of you? Just
0: tell me Any quick. Of us. It's you know it's this kind of disorder that gets us into these situations. You can find me on Twitter at Jam Tyrant, tweeting about some things that happen about lesbian eggs and the other fun things. You can be in video games. Uh, you can find me on YouTube, The Abominable Showman, and you can of course find me on Indie Haven, writing about them video games and what happens with them specifically the indie ones sometimes thank you very much kindly please yes
1: george
2: yes (laughs) so uh, (laughs) sorry i completely forgot my the thing that i say it's gone Um, wrong for a moment um it's it's been a while um so, if you like, um, if you like communism and video games, you can go to com that's J-A-F-F-A-M-E-I-S-T-E-R dot com, where I violently mash communism into video games and talk about how it makes sense. Uh, you can also go to youtube.com forward slash jaffameister, where I do the same, but in, in an audiovisual medium. Um, you can go to, um, Twitter, at uh, jaffameister, where I talk about, you know, being confident and memes and video games um, and you can also find me on in Haven, where I am the editor-in-chief, um, we're going to be doing a lot of work to get the site back to a good old state this week, I'm going to be doing a lot of administrative stuff,
1: Muscle, bicep, arm emoji,
2: yes, uh, and that's me,
1: that's you, do you want to know yeah. about me, yeah, uh, you can find me on twitter, uh, Kemi Words, C H E M Y Words. Same on Patreon, patreon.com slash Uh, please pay me money. Uh, Elodie Cunningham on YouTube, where I will have a video up soon. It's just been very difficult <laughs> to work up to recording things without talking to somebody else.
0: Yeah, it's in been, them. I have the same problem. Like, I don't think I've actually put up anything in months.
1: Um, yeah, that, that should be active soon. And you can also find my music at chemicalwordsmith.fancamp.com. And I wrote the theme song for this. And I write Indie Haven sometimes, and I run the podcast network. And I live in the sky. Goodbye. That's the end of the episode. Bye. Bye. No advice to you this time. I've not, I need to do my thing. Okay, you can do your advice. Uh, the, The noun advice, do it, noun advice.
0: Little, little word of advice. If you're going out tonight, make sure that you leave on a light. Leave it on throughout the day to keep the onion man at bay. The onion man abhors the light and shies away before its might. But if you fail to learn this trick... He'll smash your windows with a brick.
1: And then he'll suck your dick.
0: He might also do that. Bye, it's, everyone. Far, it's a far more serious Bye. crime. Consent's important.
1: <laughs> That's what the podcast is ending.
0: <laughs> it's an important message.
2: For listening to Podhaven.
0: If you're going to suck a dick, make sure you get permission quick.